Welcome to the Do What You Love show, the place where musicians, artists and entrepreneurs share their inspiring stories and advice on how to succeed in the music business. Every week you'll receive new insights and tips on how to grow your following, get more gigs and make a living in today's rapidly changing music industry. Thanks for tuning in with us. Now, let's begin the show and do what we love. So Steve was just setting up for his seminar, uh, which is called Music and Money, How to Break into the Music Business. And for me, like the first thing as a musician, I don't want to talk about money because, you know, music is sacred and it's my thing. And I don't think those two mix well together. So what made you decide to to combine music and money. What's the what's the reasoning behind that? Yeah, sure. So typically in the phases of the journey of a musician, you know, they were spending all these years working on their craft. They realize, yep, I've done enough schooling, done enough training, I'm ready to go out there and be discovered, start building a following. And then soon enough, they typically hit a wall where they realize they've done all that, they've released their albums, they've spent all this time and money uh, into you know getting their name out there and having a product or having something to show for it, uh, but they'll realize they'll hit this dead end and they realize well, you know how do I now translate this into actual income? Uh, and that's what this event is. It's for those that have tried to monetize, tried to somehow after years they've learned their craft, they've been out, they've gotten gigs, but they're at a standstill where they realize now I need to turn this into a business. And typically this, these are kind of people in their mid to late 20s, even in their 30s, some people even in their 40s. Mm. Um, so that's why I created this free event, Music and Money, which um, yeah, I'm really excited about. And um, yeah. And But when you say like music and business, isn't that like, isn't business something for, you know, people who are not creative and like, shouldn't we leave selling to the people you know that are you know pushing products to people that they don't even need like I'm still a bit like hesitant <laughs> towards this you know seeing music as a business how does how does being a musician translate to being a business owner or yeah. so you yeah, sometimes cool. use the word entrepreneur yeah absolutely um, since the decline of the record company model you know, in the rise of the internet age, you know, you will, it's really evident that musicians have had to utilize social media to build a following and therefore build a customer base where they start selling their merchandise, they start inviting them to gigs and realize that this is one part of their job, social media, building relationships. So I think these days, compared to say five, ten years ago, musicians are a lot more aware that they need to build this personal brand, they need to have something of value, a clear message to share, and somehow inspire people to take action. And that's probably the biggest thing that I guess is, uh, it's a crucial, crucial lesson that they need to understand is that your job as any type of performer who wants to make an impact is to cause people, inspire them essentially, to take some form of action. That action could be buy your merch, follow you on social media, support your movement, um, support your crowdfund, support a charity, 
Yeah, and I, you see a lot of musicians these days piggybacking on charities because that gives them a purpose so that there's some kind of monetary exchange, right? So um, I know for a lot of people, and this is not for everyone as well, as well Michelle, you know, I remember spending so many years working on my craft and realising that, you know, I wanted to continue to refine my craft. I really wasn't prepared to get out there and look beyond that, and that's okay. You know, we all started in that process, and this is not for those people. And I typically recommend... Um, those that have tried to get out there and they've done their gigs, they've produced them, they've got cover gigs, they've got, you know, work, but it's not enough to sustain a full-time income. And this is what this is. You know, I'll teach the, the principles and tools that I've used that I've taught, you know, other clients to build their um, passions and their gifts and their skill and their knowledge into an actual business. And they generally find that they don't know what it looks like you know, how it works, all those things are kind of the unknowns, but that's what I reveal and that's what I help them work through yeah. at this event. Yeah. So is it what you're saying, Is it does it mean that there are other ways to make money other than um, gigging, other than um, touring, other than putting your music on, on you know, social media and on, on Spotify, etc.? Are there other ways to, to make money? Yeah, sure. The question is, uh, the answer to that is yes, yes. So, if you look at statistics uh, in Australia, the musicians are generally earning under fifty thousand dollars, and that a week, fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, this some of these might go over your head, but fifty thousand dollars a year. When I talk about fifty k or hundred k, twenty k, that is referring to thousands. Uh, and that is per year. So when you see your tax accountant, you look at your revenue, what's coming, and that's the amount. All right. Um, if we break that down, let's just say a minimum wage of $1,000 a week, mm. roughly 50, 52 weeks in a year, $1,000 yeah, yeah. a week. Now, if you're not making $1,000 a week in this day and age, you're really not in a position to get a mortgage. Um, you know, paying rent is these days... It's just as much as having to pay a mortgage. So rental costs, living costs, food, travel costs, you know, even just going on holidays, being able to support yourself through even just, you know, the bare necessity of like buying a car and paying off a car. So realistically, the minimum wage, um, I would say in Australia, is between, you know, seven to $900 a week. Mm. Um, and 1000 is a bit of a comfortable point. And so... There are multiple income streams, but if we look at musicians, generally they're all typically earning under $50,000. But when you look at producers, okay, the ones that kind of work with musicians, the ones that oversee and help them, give them the vehicle to be able to do what they want to do, which is get their music out there, they're earning on average $80,000 a year. Mm. Why is that? Why is that? If you think about it, and this is what I explain at the event in terms of the mindset and understanding because as a musician you're still in a bit of a bubble mindset yeah you're still thinking about the next gig and you're not looking for ways to monetize your gifts and services and create a business because mm. it's all about the music and the next quick transaction of I do a gig you know I busk at the street and I get paid whereas a business mindset is someone that invests in setting up some kind of a model and attracting customers to them 
at an event um, in a presentation to a product and you're looking and it's much more easy to scale that. And of course the clientele, if you look at you know, a transaction between a producer and an artist, generally you know, looking at, I mean you're a producer yourself, it's minimum I would say $2,000 for an EP uh, which might be a week's worth of time. That's not too bad. If you can get a client a week doing an EP, you're making 100K. So, and you can still do gigs and things on the weekends and still mm. get a, all that. You know, I did that for many years. I worked at Telstra for about six, seven years, nine to five, uh, worked in sales and did gigs and rehearsals after hours. And, you know, it was making me between three to five, maybe six, seven hundred dollars a week on some better weeks. A couple of weeks, you know, I'd earn a thousand more because I'd have two or three good, nice paying corporate gigs, but it wasn't sustainable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you said in the beginning that you are offering that, that masterclass for free. Why would you do that? Like, for me, like, when I hear free, like, it's not really free, right? So, do people have to sign up for something? Like, why do you give away that knowledge for free? Sure. Um, well, there's a paying it forward model that if you're quite used to this whole idea, it's because you are still in a bit of a mindset, a muso mindset. Whereas if you're someone who's a coach, who's started a business, an entrepreneur, um, this sort of industry, which in the coaching industry, uh, and obviously very much aligned to mentoring, which is what we do here, is actually the second fastest growing industry right now in the world. Um, so, This model has been around for years, but it's only started to become very public now. And so this model, what it is, is basically inviting people along to try before you buy. Mm. All right. So in this presentation, and typically people want to know the value they receive in a product before they buy it. It's no different than buying a car. Mm. Yeah. If you go to a car yard, you can see it. That's the difference. I guess it's invisible. You see other cars out on the road. You will take it generally for a test drive. But there's still no monetary transaction. Mm-hmm. So Google, Facebook, Spotify are all freemium models. That's mm-hmm. what they title it, freemium, where you subscribe or you come to a free event, you try it, and if there's an alignment, if there's a, if you see the value in how we can actually build you, and in this case, help you make yeah. money doing what you love, then by all means, people... Uh, will know that they're ready to, to start this, this journey. So you basically share knowledge and if they have problems with applying that in, in their life, you're basically giving them opportunities to, to go a step further and, and uh, you know, offer, offer them something to work cl- more closely with you? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's always an opportunity for anyone okay. who would love to work with us, yeah. um, to come along and, and work with us. You know, this is... And that's a decision that um, they need to make. All right. um, and um, yeah, it's, and it's the decision that I made many times in my life, whether it was over a counter, at the shopping center, <laughs> buying a car, investing in heaps of demos with you know, my bands. And look, I'm sure there are a huge percentage of musicians out there who are doing some gigs for free in the hope that they would get more gigs or build a residency mm-hmm. out of it. It's the same model, right? Okay. You need to show, this the, probably the first lesson in all of this is really 
understand, first of all, understanding your value because not, not many people have clarity around what it is that they're offering, how they can solve a problem. Mm-hmm. So an example, if you want to work uh, as a musician and provide entertainment in the venue, your job is not just to play good music. Your job is actually to play music, to perform, to entertain, and to connect and give people a reason to continue coming back so that there's money in the till to pay the musos, the staff, and make some profit. Mm. I think that's really clear. Yeah. If it's not, I hope that makes it clear. Yeah. You know, you're not hired just to look good and play and be good, and it's it's not just all about you. Yeah. yeah this yeah. is a, a transactional thing. It's a deal. The deal is, you know, it's typically on a trial basis. If you can grow our customer base because you're good, because you can connect with your audience and give them a reason to come back and sing their favorite songs or you know, take requests, mm. great. And if the business grows over three months or two months and you can clearly, we can clearly measure that, you've got a residency, mm. you've got a job. But if you're not bringing that value in, why the hell would I want to hire you yeah. and just continue to give, 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 give okay. you? And you're just simply take, 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 take. And I think that a lot of, a lot of musicians, because they're quite sensitive, have they struggle with that concept. Because their whole lives, they've been sort of dependent and they haven't really learned that hustle, that ability to get out beyond the studio, beyond the music, and actually like form these relationships and understand and ask questions. How can I help you? Mm. What can I do to help you? These are my gifts. How can I use that now? And that's exactly what we, we talk about. Okay. And we really, I reveal a blueprint of how I was able to achieve that breaking out of you know, a, a nine-to-five job uh, and it took me years to really even just crystallize that vision. So hopefully that gives you a bit more of an understanding yeah. of um, and answers your question. It does, it does. Um, it, it's nice to see that you're really passionate about that. That's, that's really cool because I, I feel a lot of times, you know, when I, when I go to seminars or I watch clips on YouTube, I just see like that A, they have no idea what they're really talking about, you know, and or they kind of like delivering over people's heads and like position themselves like on top of me, you know, which makes it kind of uncomfortable to watch. Um, so I love actionable tips, right? Mm-hmm. So I love just getting to the point and you talked a lot about now, okay, what's, what, you know, where we are as, as musicians or what are the musicians that you want to work with? Yep. And you said about, you said that it's important as a modern musician to transition from a musician's mindset more into a business mindset, right? So for people who are really new to this and, and are scared to this, what would be like a first step that people can apply today to kind of get on that path next to coming, of course, to the music and money uh, workshop? But what can people do right now or today to, to, to get out of this like insecurity or out of this mindset that we are musicians and we should leave like business to other people? Like, What can we do? I think the most practical, actionable step right now that you have full control over is look at all your friends versus look at all the people who are doing what you love, who are professionals, who are actually making an income, living the lifestyle that you're looking to create. You know, And don't just look at social media, actually look into their lives and look at whether they've got a mortgage and investments and actually earning a full-time wage because you will find there's a bit of a facade in social media, people posting all these things. But So you want to find those real people in your network and start asking questions. Start building curiosity. Ask questions and meet with these people regularly. 
if you have these people in your network and they're typically not musicians, mm-hmm. they're typically not, well, they're typically uh, musicians and entrepreneurs running a studio or producers, you know, surround yourself with these people, ask questions, create what's called a little mastermind where you meet up on a weekly basis and just share your highlights for the week and your challenges where you support each other and you keep each other accountable to that. Uh, if you don't know what a mastermind is, Google it. It's a phenomenal concept. It's just a proven way for growth in all areas. And that's what I suggest. Five people, and you consciously select those five people. Write a list of all the people perhaps that align and, you, that you know, how's this? A list of friends who are just purely there as social. People, some of those people might be there for professional reasons and have professional exchange relationships where, you know, they might help you as part of the gigs and tours and, and production or, or whatever. And others who are really, you, you can model, like right? you can start to inquire and catch up for a coffee, shout them lunch, um, you know, ask them questions, take note. How did you do what you did? What steps do I need to take in order to get to your level? Those things are all practical, actionable steps that you can take right now. Mm. That sounds really scary, but really interesting as well, right? Because I think yeah, as musicians, yeah. we always, I don't know, like some some have the tall puppy syndrome, some some have the like yeah. the imposter syndrome, right? Where we think we're not good enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I have this experience as well, and I, I, I can definitely vouch for that, surrounding yourself with people who have achieved what you want achieved. Yeah who are on the same level sometimes it's also really good to exchange and to like grow together and like from my experience when people approach me or, or us um, who have a question with something usually the, the most professional people are the ones giving away their, their their knowledge for free because they understand that when their surrounding grows that they grow as well so don't don't be afraid to approach people who you admire right first of all they're not better than you they just did something differently than you um, and most people are really really kind with giving you the information that you need because they see the importance yeah. of it. Yeah. on that topic I think it's yeah. a really good point that you bring up uh, there was a study done recently uh, one of my mentors who I, that I follow uh, he speaks on stages all over the world and you know um, and one of the questions that they asked their audiences over you know different states was you know, define happiness, you know, and there's this misperception around happiness and what makes people truly happy. And typically we, we've been forced to kind of believe that by being a label or having some kind of status, it will, will give us this, this happiness. So the, the questions was raised, the questions were raised in the audiences, you know, and we're talking maybe 100, 200 people in the audience every time. Um, and there was one common denominator across all those questions where everyone put their hand up and that define happiness. And so they ask questions like, you know, is uh, having financial stability give you, will give you happiness? Having a relationship uh, give you true, truly happiness, a true happiness, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, just attaining that. Yeah. So once you have get married, will that, is that the most fulfilling and most happy thing that you could want in your life mm. so some people put their hands up for certain things others did other things but then the one common denominator was when people shared their knowledge and their wisdom and saw growth and impact in someone else everyone put their hand up mm. right 
And that I found truly fascinating because I realized that every time I'm in a position like right now, speaking to people at these events, it doesn't matter if I get paid or not for it. I love doing this because I'm sharing the most valuable knowledge that enabled me to create a successful six-figure income Mm. and a business and employ people and give them the opportunity. And now, you know, we're providing... I'm developing, you know, we're developing new programs to, be, to give people the opportunity to be able to do this themselves, and that for me is the most fulfilling and rewarding part. And then you realize that the monetary exchange is just a byproduct of all of that, because your mindset now is in the mindset of service, and that's where people are truly happy when they're seeing, they're sharing their music, their knowledge, their wisdom, their lyrics, whatever it is. And they're seeing someone's transform before them and feel happy, feel a sense of belonging, feel significant, all these core human needs. Mm. Um, so that's why I love to do this, whether I get paid or not. That's, uh, that's, I think that's we, we couldn't close it with a nicer line. Uh, I think that was really cool and really humble. It's not, it's not just about earning money, but paying forward and you know, being happy in what we're doing, right? And I think that's definitely something that I see lacking with a lot of musicians that I'm with. They're all about complaining about money and complaining about, you know, the future and it's really hard. So giving people a sense of purpose and a sense of, like, accomplishment, um, that's that's something that money can't buy, right, in the end. So if you guys are interested in uh, participating, just check out universalschoolofmusic.com.au uh, just leave us a comment underneath. We have a lot of um, free master classes and workshops here that we would love for you to attend. And you know what? If you want to continue working with us, awesome. But if not, if we can share the knowledge, that's why we're here and that's why we built the school. Um, so just, you know, don't be afraid, guys. Yeah, we, We've been all there where you are. And if you can help us grow as well, like, awesome. Like, if you can teach us something, please, like, be our mentor. Yeah, for sure. Um, so make sure you just leave us a comment. You get in contact with us. We always want to learn and we always want to share what we've learned and what worked for us. On that note as well, I'd, I'd love to use this post as an opportunity to ask those questions. So if you've got questions, I'm happy to answer them on any topic, music and money related business. Um, I'd love for you to just you know, reach out and ask those questions. Cool. Because I love sharing my knowledge, guys. I love being able to see you guys grow in the process. Yeah. And if there's something holding you back mentally or, you know, you have a blockage or you feel like um, you're not sure what you want to do with your life, hit me up. That's what I'm here for. I'm your musician's mentor. So let's do this stuff together and let's grow together and be freaking happy. Right? I'm pretty happy. You're happy? Nice, man. Thanks for the conversation, Rob. You're welcome. And um, we see you guys around. Take care. Bye.